Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Welcome everyone. So lovely to have such a full room, such a busy gallery and a wonderfully energised Tanandi. We are here on Ghana Country Agsa Ghana Miana Yatanga Yuandi Natalia. It gives me great pleasure to be hosting for millennia, Ghana country has been a meeting place and the spirit of that continues in Tanandi with our artist talks and also with our Bamba Bambalia. I don't think I've introduced myself, it's a terrible habit, I always forget to, I'm Lisa Slade and I'm the assistant director here at the gallery. I'm going to be joined for the next half hour by three extraordinary human beings. In the centre here we have John Prince Sidden, whose work surrounds you. Welcome Prince please. This is Amelia and this is Liam. So Liam Kennedy, Arts Centre Manager from Munkajar in Fitzroy Crossing and Amelia Galatis, Entrepreneur, Creative Extraordinaire. I did just make up that title for you, but it fits, girlfriend. It absolutely fits. We are going to be talking about this installation and I just want to remind you, if you haven't noticed already, that it is, of course, Prince's work that adorns the building, the Art Gallery of South Australia. We've just taken the black scaffold away from our building. We've been under wraps for six months while we've had some conservation work done. So we're so proud to open up the building again and have your work on the front of the building. It's Prince's work that has also provided the inspiration in our studio, which, of course, is upstairs. And you don't need to be a child to go into there, just so you all know. You can go in there at any age and you can actually create your own BOAB. We're going to talk a bit about BOABs in our chat, but you can go in there and make your own BOAB at any time. There's some wonderful merch that's been inspired by Prince's work. Prince was part of the Bumper Bambalia yesterday, so you can catch him as part of that. But he is also the subject of one of the Closer Productions films. There's a beautiful film that was made in Fitzroy Crossing. And then today, he has a double-page story in The Australian. So Victoria Laurie has written a piece, an extended piece in The Australian, so certainly the man of the moment. Join me in welcoming all three to Tarnandi. I think of, I think of Mankajar as the boldest and one of the bravest art centres in this country. I think of Munkajar mavericks, artists who work in bold and kind of loud ways. Prince, I know your father was involved in starting the Art Centre and how the Art Centre kind of kicked off. There are probably a lot of people in this room who may not have ever been to an Art Centre, who may not know about them. Can you tell us a little bit about Munkajar and you? Well, I don't know much, but <laughs> I like working with Mangadam up there, great. S especially with Amelia. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amelia. I'm out made West. I'm yeah. working ever since. West, can you? Wait, awesome. <laughs> yeah, former art centre manager, Wes? Uh, Wes, Wes is a, it's my old mate. Yeah. We used to work together. He told me all about 
all about um, creating things. We do a set like this first. <laughs> set like this. <laughs> and that's what started me up. Yep. And now, where's Libya? Absolutely. And I didn't know. What I didn't know what was here. So I, <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It, it got me surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Wes. Yeah. And Liam, actually, you're the reason that Liam went to Mankaja in some ways. Yeah. I'm just going to tell the audience's story and I want to pay a special tribute to Fremantle Art Centre. I don't know if you've been there. It's an incredible place uh, that is in Frio, as the name suggests. Fantastic programming. And I saw really this exhibition in some ways there in Frio in February 2020, so February last year. I, I walked into, I was over in WA for other art business and I've long been a fan of Prince's work and I walked into the space and I was just so blown away. Prince and Amelia were both there and at that moment this installation was born and interestingly it was Liam that installed the work in Frio. So it all comes together in a beautiful way. Prince, talk about mixing things up. You talk about that a lot how important it is for you to mix it up. Yeah, I like to mix anything. You know? It can be a snake, shark. I like to mix every animal, whether they're from south, east, west, doesn't matter. <laughs> I like to join them. <laughs> yeah. And for you, sometimes you're mixing things up because you're like watching things on telly. Yeah, what, 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 what news, you know? Yep. And I think, oh, okay. I don't get, get much story from anybody. Yeah. But I see a lot of stuff in TV. That's what inspired me. And that, and that inspiration, sometimes like it's things that are happening in Fitzroy yeah. Crossing, sometimes it's stuff that's from far away. Yeah, far away. Especially mm. around the world. Mm. Maybe I'll do it around the world soon, but I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't apologise. Yeah. Talk about some of the like materials, because you, I, I use that kind of word about Mankaja that's kind of maverick, that all these materials can, can be used and they can speak. So it might be a boab, it might be a yeah, it, gallon drum. Yeah, it might drum. be a drum. Yep, drum. It, uh, a couple of, a uh, long time I did a drum. And even a satellite disc. Oh, yeah, satellite discs must be seen to be believed. Yeah. Extraordinary. That's what me and Wes done a satellite disc. He showed me. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, come with me, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> and tell us about the work behind us, the pelts, these kangaroo pelts here. I think, the, I think yeah. these roos come from Adelaide originally, or I South Australia so. at least. I think so. I don't know. Somebody I, ordered that. Amelia, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. That a South Australian story, these pelts, I think. The, the suppliers is in Sydney. I'm not exactly sure. Uh -huh. But it's yeah. very crazy that you can't get any sort of leather or animal products in the Kimberley. 
So we had to get cow hides yeah. and kangaroo hides from interstate. Mm. 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 And you, yeah. um, Prince, you, you um, prepare them yourself, don't you, those surfaces? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sometimes I use razor, you know, to shape. Yep. I use it to scrap it to make a... <laughs> Make, uh, take all the air out and then I paint it. I paint all the animals, especially. And there's a lovely return to history because some of the earliest works in Western art history, so we know in Aboriginal art history, ground, rock, tree, in Western art history, often animal hide. Yeah. We, call, we talk about it as vellum, but some of the first paintings and drawings were made on animal hide. So there's a kind of cool connection, yeah. I think, with that. Uh, first time I um, tried paint, 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 mm. paint ride before. Mm. And I said, well, it's coming good. <laughs> I'll do more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and what about the wall? And this is where, Amelia, feel free to jump in with this one too because this idea that these works are mixing things up but springing off the wall, Prince, mm. and then becoming the wall. Yeah. Well, tell yeah. us about what this kind of, kind of means then for you. I can't, you have a really keen eye for insects and also for animals. Yeah. What's that mean? Like you, you know, you, you see them all closely and you, you know... You, just studied different parts of them, yeah. You notice how, how they, their, their nature, how they are. Yeah. Uh, I like all the animals. Now, insects, they're great. I just, oh, I'll do something about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess with the wallpaper too, these animals, which are from that painting over there, are all stacked up on top of each other waiting to be incinerated. So it's sort of that moment... Um, as they're all clutching together before mm. they all sort of die in the bushfire. So, yeah, yeah so the work is entitled Panic. But um, Prince and I have been working together for about six or seven years now and just knowing his work so well, it was really about how could we bring people into his mind that is kind of all-encompassing and swirling uh, in a visual way. So we sort of worked with the designer and Prince is really, we worked with a bunch of different designers and fabricators over the years. And so the wallpaper, um, which he approved and we worked, you know, worked through, he was like, you know, that's the one, that's great. So having those two walls was really how do we make people feel the kind of visual mm. allure of his work, but also feel a little bit unsettled at the same time. Mm. So it was sort of about rupturing that kind of comfort people see when they see those Australian tropes and encouraging them to think deeper about what remote people think and feel and the kinds of work coming out of remote communities. So the wallpaper was a clever way to kind of trick people into feeling visually comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully they start to unpack some of those narratives, um, which are very difficult and all-encompassing and very contemporary. And some of his bushfire works were made before the bushfires. So um, in a way, a lot of his work is a little bit clairvoyant Mm. And this show, you know, sort of opened before COVID. Yeah. So it was also this moment too that was sort of the end of the world. So some of those dog-eat-dog, you know, death themes I kind of loved as his show was sort of locked up in the mm. last week. You know, it was kind of very fitting 
Because it opened as part of the Perth Festival, didn't it, in that February and then in the, by the March, the country was, yeah, closed. Yeah. So you're kind of seeing things un- unfold before they unfold. Yeah. And everyone gets a look in. Scotty from marketing. Someone told me earlier that that's their favourite at the bottom of the stairs is Scotty from marketing over there on the map of Australia. Yep. Scotty there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody don't like it, even the animal. Absolutely. <laughs> that idea of disruption is really interesting. I think about that in the context of Tarnandi and this morning there was a piece produced by The Guardian which talks about the power of the exhibition in needing to do that and it mentions Prince's work, it mentions Julie Goff's work upstairs too and Julie spoke yesterday in her talk about how that's part of the intention to unsteady and how installation, creating an environment becomes a way of unsteadying makes me think about the kind of psychedelic effects of all of this, of something that's kind of mind-altering and that's something that I think talks to now Mm. and how we're all kind of feeling and thinking right now for sure. Mm. Well, And I also kind of think it's like everything's possible. It's kind of ironically, his work is ironically positive. Yeah. You know, you're sort of in the sea of possibility. Yeah. And um, that's what I was trying to touch on in my essay because I've been thinking a lot about it. And obviously when you're asked to write, you've got to think of something new every time. But, yeah. <laughs> but I was sort of talking about Wilmajari cosmology being the constant. So, you know, the Narangani being the constant. So you're able to shape shift narrative, mm. you know. So a lot of his work is constantly changing and reassembling, changing and reassembling. You write a lot about mm. putting it, pulling it apart and putting it back together. That is constant, the, the evolution of the change. But, you know, there's still that all mixed up is the constant, mm. which is kind of an interesting yeah, like there's, you're never going to see the absolute truth, um, mm. which I think is where we are as a world. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And so art becomes a way of making sense of all of that and yet also nonsense of all of that. As you say, it's the kind of irony of mm. what we're met with when we encounter the work. I know for Nikki and I in kind of making the show, one of the really important principles of Tarnandi is that it has to do what the name says. The word refers to the first light of day. It it refers to that idea of a seed sprouting, something new, something growing. And for Nikki, her job as the curator is to catch that thing, to catch the light of that first thing, to catch the spirit of that first thing. And And there is this kind of incredible ironically enough too in a way it's like the green after the fire there's this kind of evergreen shoot that's constantly happening in your work I've probably been looking at it for I guess eight years or so and I feel like you've been and I think the first thing I saw was a whole constellation of painted boabs and then from that moment you just keep taking on these other materials and other materials I'm sure no one has missed the extraordinary kind of talismanic bullock that is adorned with at least four boabs up here. Yeah. Tell us up about pe- that one. Oh, probably this. Oh, the bull. Oh. Well, as a cattleman, I used to be a cattleman. Yeah. And cattleman is a stockman, old stockman. Mm-hmm. Probably if you folks know about stockman. But um, somebody told me to. Hey, what can you paint a skull? Mm. Okay. 
I'll give her a try. <laughs> so what happened is I'll mix bob bob nuts. How can I do that? I told me. I can get a glue or something. Somebody told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what the glue? When you drill it, I screw it in. Oh, screw it or drill it. Mm-hmm. And that will stick on now. They gave me an idea. So, ah, okay, I'll do it. Next, see what happened? Hmm. I just done it. Absolutely. The show at Frio had, I think, about three skulls from memory. And is that right? Yeah, and a saddle as well. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Oh, yeah, saddle. Yeah. yeah, and a couple of satellite dishes. Yeah, I think one satellite dish. Okay, yeah. I think at one, neither end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many satellite this. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Brilliant. Mm. So this work here is actually a bullock skull, but there are works up in our studio and do make sure you go up and have a look that are 3D printed. And this to me just testifies again back to this idea of maverick talent, of pushing and trying something new, of 3D printing the skull and then kind of, I don't know if you're carving into it, there's like a, you're sculpting into it and then painting the 3D skull. And I think like you won an award or a special recognition in the print award and I love that. People think about printmaking, they think about the tradition of particularly engraving or etching over time or lino printing and they think of something flat, don't they? Mm. And I love the way you've just gone, bam, this is printmaking. Yeah. The first time I've done that. Print to make plastic skull, you know? And 3D printing's kind of cool because then you can also make things bigger or smaller. There's a kind of space to play, isn't there? Yeah. They actually have a painting in, like embossed on the surface. Yeah. So the print is coated with the painting. On it. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's another. It was about a redback spider and we sort of laid that over the top. Um, so it wasn't just, yeah, the straight skull. It still sort of had that and then they're painted. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was kind of an interesting innovation, the 3D skull, which sort of came through commercial experimentation. But they look great. Yeah. They sure do. And also easy to keep working back into. You know, you've added some of those... Jewelry elements and things, yeah, and it's sort of I like the yeah, join everything. Yeah, there's like an yeah. evil eye that hangs on one of them, like a kakomati, yeah. and I, I think of them like that. They feel a bit amuletic. They mm. they feel like they're protecting us from this future that we don't know. I mean, maybe Prince knows it in his prophetic nature, but we don't quite know what it looks like. So it feels like you're making special things for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Special uh, I, things. Probably, I'm, I'm thinking about doing another thing like putting flower. Flowers. Yeah. I wonder I'll do it. Yeah. Do a flower painting. Not painting, but them. What they call them? That flower. There's funeral flowers. Yeah. Any, oh yeah. Sorry, flowers. Funeral yeah. Flower. Yeah. There's kind of luridly coloured synthetic flowers that you see a lot of too many, too much, too many, sorry, flowers in the desert. Yeah. 
Any yeah. flower do. Yeah. Someday I'll get it. Yeah. No, he's mapped out like this big installation. It's very cool, actually, being very humble about it. Like a big funeral flower and skull kind of installation. So the next Genesis, after seeing this work again, is how is is constantly pushing himself as an artist. And um, I think it's kind of in line with that macabre, mm. you know, aesthetic, you know, that everything's on the edge. Mm. So I love the, the, the flower installation. So hopefully there's an iteration of that somewhere mm. soon. Mm. Yeah. Sounds incredible. Talk about Boabs for a minute because this is a bit of a Boab-inspired Tarnandi this year. We've got your Kimberley Country, Bo- only Kimberley Country. Boabs are exceptional botanically and I mean that in horticultural terms in that they don't have a relative in Australia. It's, there's two theories for Boabs. I bet there's a Wamajari theory that's much better than the Whitefella theory. The Whitefella theory is that they came over the ocean or they were here when the land masses were merged. And they're a seed that's kind of like from a supermarket tree, right? They do everything. They have lots of good stuff in them. Yeah. And you love those seeds. Yeah, I love painting them. Mm -hmm. I I didn't like to scrape it. Mm. I didn't like it. I would get to hurt a long time. Yeah. Rather I, than carving. I'll just try to paint them and maybe they'll look good. Yeah. So I'm start painting them. <laughs> so it's like we've got the, the Boab movement because you've got your painted Boabs and, and most of those sit up like that. Some look like birds though. Yeah, some look like birds. Most of the um, <laughs> Bob not I've tried trying to put them on a log or something. Yeah. Paint the log first and make that look like a bird. Yeah, when they do it. I mean, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, we've got a few in the storeroom. Yeah. Some, for... some smaller installation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I'm thinking to do a big one. Mm. But you've got to look for a big bob, not you've got to go right in the country. To get the bigger ones? Big one. Yeah. So the seed comes after the big flowers and the flowers come out at night, yeah. flower at night, and then the seed will come and then they'll kind of drop. Do you pick them up from the ground? and? Oh, sometimes they're bars, you yeah. know. Yeah. If you're lucky enough, that'll, I don't know, you have to put something Yeah. like a shop sand on. on <laughs> yeah. So they can fall down. Yeah. But the mostly they fall down, you know. They yeah. get bars, but you have to get up and get them before they hit the ground. Mm. Cut them up, and somebody got to be down there. You got to tell them. Someone's got to catch them. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't catch them, then he'll little bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love that. Tomorrow at eleven thirty, the artist from Warren Gary will be talking about their. They're carved boab, engraved boab, so you can get a whole lot of boab action this weekend. Yeah. It's excellent. Tell us, tell us the last thing you want to say. Give us the last thing about your work and, and what, it, what it kind of says for you. And maybe, yeah, just give us a, some final words. Well, I don't know what. <laughs> maybe, just final for now. Maybe I'll do more. 
more different stuff. Mm. I'll start with flower. Mm. Someday. Mm. Look forward to seeing that flower installation. Yeah. Sounds incredible. I wonder I'll do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for coming. <laughs> oh, thank you. Brilliant. Brilliant. All of the work that you see here is actually part of um, AXA's collection, which is, thank you very much, Prince, for allowing it to stay here in Adelaide. And the good people of Adelaide will have opportunities to see this work again and again. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.